In this episode, once again, we speak to the beautiful Natanya Bravo. Natanya has spent the first part of her career living by coastal between New York and Los Angeles, creating a global brand of marketing campaigns for Fortune 500 consumer brands, including Adidas, BMW, and Coca-Cola, to name a few. She knew she wasn't living to her potential, so tired of saying one day, she finally listened to her internal voice, leapt into the unknown, and booked a one-way ticket to Paris to realize her potential. Surely after the Brava life was born to inspire women around the world to realize and actualize their full potential. Now, a global community of over 40,000 women, the Brava life provides coaching resources, life experiences, and retreats for women who are committed to living their lives as their best selves. We're speaking to Natalia today to find out why you need to just use one offer to go to seven figures. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today, once again, we have the amazing, the beautiful, the charming Natanya Bravo. Welcome, Natanya. Hello. Thank you. Excited to be back. Thank you so much for coming back. We had such a fantastic conversation on Friday Feature. We have to have you back on Money Talkies. Natalia, um, everyone's heard your intro, but please, in your own words, tell everybody what it is that you do. Yeah, I am the founder of The Bravo Life. We are a platform that really encourages and empowers women to realize and actualize their full potential. I work with clients as a business and mindset coach through coaching programs and retreats. Wonderful. And today we're talking about how to scale one offer past seven figures. So let's talk about this now. Natalia, um, why do you focus on one offer and not on multiple offers? Because I know there's most coaches talk about you should have three offers. You have one, which is your one-to-one, then you have a group coaching, and then you have you know the, the one which is to many, which is like you know, monthly membership program. Why do you think we should only focus on the one offer? Yeah, so I'm I'm I will caveat this by saying I'm not going to tell anyone what they should or shouldn't do in their business. You should mm. do what feels aligned for you. But mm. because when I first started, when many of us started, as you just said, there's so much thought around, oh, I need an ebook and I need a membership and I need a course that I think that stops people from actually starting. Mm. That I figured out that for me and the way that I work and the way that my brain works, focusing on one thing and scaling that one thing to seven figures is actually not only what obviously catapulted my business growth, but my own growth as an entrepreneur and being clear around who I want to serve, how I want to serve them, rather than having my attention dispersed into three or 10 or 20 different offers, it really Mm. allowed me to focus. And I think oftentimes people are surprised that they don't even know that they could do that. They feel like they're supposed to have all the things. You can, if that's what feels aligned for you, go for it. Great, do it. Many people scale having 20 different offers. That's amazing, but it is possible. And I actually, for me, and again, the way that I work, I found it to be an easier way to scale of focusing on one thing than trying to 
talk about this one day and then launch another thing and then try something else. I just went all in with one thing. Does that mean that I didn't have to pivot and tweak? And I just, absolutely, of course. Mm -hmm. But it allowed me to experience exponential growth in a really short amount of time. Okay, that sounds that sounds crazy, and I I do agree with that. And hence the reason when I think I mentioned on Friday feature when I was thinking of something uh, something else and putting something else together, I was very hesitant because I have the similar uh, similar mindset. I only focus on outside of my podcast and uh, the other things I do in terms of this kind of this business because the limitation of time as well. I only focus on my mastermind. I don't have I have a number of the offers, but I don't. They don't publicize. They're not people yeah. come. They can buy, but I don't. I don't go ahead and do launches for them or have a you know whatever yeah. systems for them. I just focus on the mastermind. We do one workshop, and people come into the mastermind, and that's it. Hallelujah, and it's done very very well. Uh, but I understand that when people are starting out, it's a, it's okay. Well, it's okay for you, Natanya, or it's okay for Google. You know, you go. You've been doing it for a few years now. And you have a, you know you have an audience and you know yeah. what to sell and you've got you know you've got social proof and blah 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 blah. But I don't know. Um, for once, for you know, I've got these ten offers. How do I pick which offer to pick? So let's start mm-hmm. with that. Then, how does someone pick which one? If they have like ten offers, how do they pick which one they should focus on? Yeah. So if you already have ten offers, I would look at one. Where am I actually getting the most traction? Because it's probably not all ten. Yeah. <laughs> So what are people actually wanting and needing from me? Like they're they're actively coming from, to me for where am I getting the most testimonial, social proof, et cetera. And then two, where am I actually enjoying the work, right? Oftentimes we create things because we feel like we have to. Do you actually enjoy group coaching? Maybe you really enjoy private coaching and having that one-on-one interaction or vice versa. So kind of mixing both where is my zone of genius where I'm good at it? Where do I actually enjoy and I'm passionate and I feel like I'm, I'm in my zone? own Mm -hmm. uh, professionally and personally, as well as what are people actually wanting from me? Um, Because if you've created 10 offers, I'm going to guess it's because you've seen what other people have done. So you're like, oh, I could do that. Or you're trying to test different things out. And if you kind of really look at those 10, well, where you could probably eliminate at least half of them just by asking yourself, what do I actually enjoy? Because I'm sure Mm -hmm. it's not all 10, right? Right. At this stage of your business, that doesn't mean that you won't do it later, which I think is another thing. I think sometimes people feel like I have to do all the things right now. And it's like, no, that's okay. Like I've got time. Like I can one doesn't mean that I'm never going to do the other. I'm just going to add that once I feel good with this first one. And so I like to look at that intersection of what am I good at? What do I love? And what are people actually want and need? And there's actually a paying demand for it. And where's the meeting point of that? And then again, if you are just starting and you don't have 10 offers, which is what I was looking at again, that same meeting point to develop your first offer, doing the market research and so forth to actually talk to real people and going in with that one offer. Now, now, in both cases, that doesn't mean that you just go in with one offer and now all of a sudden it catapults. You are going to have to probably make some tweaks, adjustments. It's probably not going to be your first version. It's definitely not going to be your final version. It probably won't be. I cringe when I look back at the first version of my group program. If I watch lessons from that, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is awful. But people enjoyed it. They got results from it. And I wouldn't have gotten to my second or third or fourth version without that messy first version. Mm. And I think this is important to remember. You have to start 
wherever you are and start messy and allow yourself to start messy. Now, and, I, and it's something you said, you know, some people may enjoy the one-to-one and some people may enjoy the group. I have to say, you know, when it comes to my personal thing, I do enjoy the one-to-one interaction, but it drains me in my line of work because mm. I'm an energy healer. And I found yeah. it was so draining that I was, I, I, I did enjoy it because of that, because I was too tired and I could only yeah. serve one or two clients. And then, I, then that's it, I was done. And when yeah. I found out that I didn't have to do the, you know, one-to-one, I could do the group and it could be just as effective. Um, it, it won't be on that specific point because the one-to-one actually gives, it goes in deep in a specific elements. Um, but then that could be kept for a particular niche uh, clientele. Generally, most people have a similar issue that we can go and do a creative group program, which could help them. That's when the breakthrough happened because that's when I thought, yeah, I can do this. I can do this, you know, I can yeah. help people. And so I purposely have now put my my one-to-one start. If somebody wants my one-to-one, it's available. I don't normally have people on there because they start from 100K. I'm yeah. very, they start from 100K, which means they can go up based on the package they want. But I also yeah. feel like okay, my time is valuable. If you need that time from me, I need to take the time out from other things, not just coaching, but other, other businesses I have. So you, it has to be compensated for that. And therefore the package yeah. is starting 100, going all the way to 250, that's it. If you don't want to pay, I'm happy with that. I, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. Actually, I'm happy not having one-to-one clients, but if somebody really was insistent, that's the price they're going to have to pay. Whereas my group, I love. I absolutely love, 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 love doing my group coaching. Yeah. And the mastermind is where I focused on. And I see that's where I've got the most testimonials. We have, you know, shopping list of testimonials coming out from there because I enjoy doing it and I'm able to serve more people and I'm still able to attract really high quality clients. So it is about knowing wh- what works for you. I think that's really important for me. I know. Yeah, because if you're going to talk about something consistently, you do want it to be something, like you said, that you actually enjoy and not just enjoy, but that it also fuels you because mm-hmm. I think running a business at the end of it is work. Like there's work behind it. Right. And so yeah. while it can be fun and it can be passionate, if I'm going to talk about something every day, if I'm going to create content for something consistently, I want it to be something, not just that other people want from me, but that also I'm really excited about delivering as well. And, and I often find, especially, I think some people have this concern with group that when it's like personal work, it'll be di- diluted if it's not one-on-one, mm. which I'm sure you have seen this as yeah. well. I find it to be the opposite because yeah. there's so much power in community and other people feeling seen and heard, not just by the coach or the host of the group, but by people who are in the same space that they're in right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I with any energy work, for sure, the energy energetic container is more important and therefore the energy clearings we do is much more powerful in the group setting compared to the one-on-one scenario and this is why i found when i was doing one-to-one if this is specific like there's a specific problem that that requires one-to-one attention but that's like one or two sessions but actually generally the group setting is a lot more powerful and it gets a lot more results for people because you're not just in, immersed in your the energy of your of your coach and yourself but the energy of the entire group collective which is a lot more powerful and it gets a lot more deeper results now that's enough in my line of work but i'm sure in businesses and other things it's a similar scenario because it's the, it's the energy of the group anyway yeah. at the end, end of the day you know whatever whoever coach you join you not jo- you just don't just join the coach you join the energy of the group that they are running and that's much more important so it's very very important okay so how does one scale one offer to seven figures and please take us through the steps <laughs> yeah. So obviously before we get to seven figures, we have to get to six figures, mm. which I would say most people, the hardest part is going from zero to, and again, I'm giving general numbers yeah. here, 
But zero to about 10 to 20K is usually the hardest jump because that's when you're trying to figure out who am I talking to? Hmm. How do I get clear to them? What is this packaged as? You're working out the tweaks and the bugs of your back end and the tech and all of it. Once you have done that, so I remember my first um, cohort of my group program had eight people in it. And so that generated around, I don't remember, 15K or so, right? And that was honestly the hardest jump of going mm-hmm. from zero, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know who I'm talking to, to, oh, okay, I've got real clients here. And then it's figuring out for, because you're only one person, right? How can we start to automate some of the things that are, so people go from Mm -hmm. capturing someone's attention is the first step. They don't go just click the link in my bio and buy my offer, unless you have millions of followers, which most of us don't, right? Mm -hmm. And so we have to actually capture someone's attention. And we do that through free content, something that is obviously speaking to your ideal client, capturing their attention in a way of, oh, how does she know that? She's talking to me, or I just had that thought, or I just had that experience. Once you've caught someone's attention, you typically then are getting them to opt into something for free. So whether that is following you on Instagram, opting into your email list, but they still don't know who you are, or why they want to work with you. And I think the mistake a lot of people make is then they get them on their email list, they get a follower and they're like, hey, come join my program. It's like, I don't know why I need your program. So why would I join your program? <laughs> so then we need to capture someone's interest and create desire. So I've Mm. got your attention, but now I need to hold that interest and create actual desire for the thing that I'm going to offer. Someone should know that you have something that can help them before they ever even know what the offer is. Mm. They should know that you can help them with whatever it is that you're wanting to help this group of people with. And so again, I think a lot of times people try to s- submit the offer. I don't actually know why I need your offer. I don't even know why I need, why you, that has to come first. And so again, the way that you do that the next time is again, through free content, but this is going to go a level deeper and we talk, there are different formats, right? There's no one way that could be a webinar. That could be a challenge. That could be a workshop. That could be a podcast, however you're going to, mm. but it's usually a longer format of content than just your Instagram post, for example. And so so how are you now that you've got this person's attention, helping create interest and desire for the solution that you offer before you've ever really talked about the solution? So that then by the time they get to what the actual offer is, they're not saying, yes, I, I believe you can or can't help me. They've already said that. Yes, that first yes that you have to have. Now it's just a matter of logistics of, can I do the start date? Do Can I afford this right now? But not do I, I already know that this person can help me. And so when you are going from like the 20 to 100K, now we're, you, you likely have already gotten fine tune of who the messaging is. Mm-hmm. Now we need to amplify this process of attention, interest and desire, present an opportunity. Now, how you do that, I typically don't recommend paid advertising until you're past 100K, just because I find some people waste money on that. Mm-hmm. And so it would be through organic. So organically, how are you getting out, not just in front of your current audience, but on in front of other people's audience in real life. I think sometimes we forget that in person people exist as well and (laughs) potentially could be your ideal clients. But how are you consistently able to take people through the process of capture your ideal client's attention? Again, your content and messaging should attract 
2% of people that need and want what you have to offer and literally repel 98% of people so that when I come across your content or I hear you on a podcast or I watch you on a YouTube video, I know within the first 10 seconds, this is exactly what I want to listen to right now or nope, not for me. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are too afraid to be on one side or the other of, of what their beliefs are or what they want to talk about or their approach. And so we try to be very vague in general which then just results in a lot of confusion and I don't actually know what to come to you for, as opposed to if I'm really clear and I know that that 2% of people are really going to love me and want to hear more, then I can focus on, okay, now how am I getting interest and desire for those 2% of people once I've got them as a lead? And so I typically find that's usually what people are focused on and getting from, I've got my first launch, my first five-figure launch to, oh, I actually am generating 100K plus a year. And then when we start to move into multiple six figures is where you need a team. (laughs) So a team does not necessarily mean go hire six people. A team could literally be a virtual assistant. It might be a virtual assistant as well as a customer service person. It's really going to depend on your offer. You might need someone on the back end of support, et cetera. But generally speaking, this is where you can no longer be the only person that can respond to, I can't find my password to log into Teachable, or um, how do I do this? Or how do I work with you? Or how do I book a discovery call? And that's going to free up your time to now look into, okay, now that I've I've gotten this organic traffic that's gotten me to this first level, now how do I either A, amplify that organic traffic or B, start to tap into paid traffic. That's typically where I and most people start to also utilize paid traffic to amplify reach because again, I don't have millions of followers, but if I want to reach more people, I can use paid traffic and I know that I have a system that works. So I'm not changing my process. I'm still taking people through attention, interest and desire, opportunity. I'm just going to now, instead of just doing it to my email list or just doing it to my Instagram or just doing it through partnerships with other people or going live with other people. I'm also going to take people through that same process through paid advertising, whether that be YouTube ads, TikTok ads, Facebook ads. There's so many different opportunities right now to get in front of new audiences. And now my messaging is, is I've already got my messaging down because it's gotten me to that level. And now I just need help with the back end so that I have more free time to manage the flow of new ideas of how am I getting in front of new new audiences to to update my programs to serve my clients because at this point you're probably serving a, a decent amount of clients if you're at that level um to then move into seven figures which now requires you to, to no longer be working kind of in the business as you're like the employee of the business but more the visionary of the business right so now you're growing a team you're managing a team you are likely supporting your clients in a different way. So at that point, I started to hire coaches into my programs. So it wasn't just me coaching. They still was all my content. It still was all my methodology. But again, at a certain point, we had about 300 people in our program at one time. I can't coach 300 people at one time. And so I hired and trained other coaches. And so it's about really amplifying and finding new ways to still help your clients get the best results to still be able to take that process of attention, interest, desire, opportunity. But how can I now bring this into an actual business where, because at this point, most people probably know you for that one offer. So people are likely reaching out to you once you're at that point to, I've heard about this program. Can you tell me more about it? And so now it's really making that run like a well-oiled machine and allowing you to be in your visionary and creative space of what new fun ideas do I want to bring to this? And then you might want to expand to other offers, right? It doesn't mean that you just have 
to stick to that one offer. And that's where you might play around with other offers or when your clients finish that program, what's the next thing that might be right for them, if that makes sense. Or maybe if someone's not ready for that program, what's maybe the downsell offer for that program. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. All right, so... The idea is for us to work on our business at different levels. You're saying up to uh, up to hundred thousand, six figure mark. You should. Um, you don't need to hire teams. You don't need to do any paid advertising. You just need to figure out an offer that works, and figure out something that people want, and we'd figure out the messaging. You may get a business coach for that, but that's what that's that's first task you task you need to do. There onwards. You start building a team, get some, you know, free of your time. So let me just, you know, summarizing what you just said. You, um, and to get to the multiple six figures, you are then looking at team members, you're looking at how to get additional support for back end, you know, the technical side. And you're also looking to, um, to, to free up your time and by, doing less organic and more paid. So you don't have to be fully on, on the online space all the time. You can utilize the paid advertising platforms as well. So it allows you to bring more leads and essentially scale up. And then mm-hmm. by the time you're hitting seven figures, that's when you, you free up your time and further and hire coaches to be in your business. So yeah. they can replace you. So, th- so that every step of the way, you're pulling away from doing the tasks in the business and starts work, start working on the business rather in the business. Am I, am I right understanding this? Yep, exactly. And, you know, for me, it was hiring coaches. For you, that might be hiring more customer support people. But essentially, at seven figures, you are going to be less able to be in the client delivery phase. So what part of that can you start to delegate and outsource, not in a way where you are abandoning your clients. My clients would still see me. I would still be in groups. I would still be on the calls, but where it's not, you're not the only person that can deliver the service that can no longer be you at that level. I mean, that's interesting because I think that when I was, when I was trying to apply this to my, my own business and something's been holding me back, I think, because for this reason, thinking, I, I don't like to, I don't, you know, because my, my work is so niche. It's, energy clearings i don't know how to teach that somebody else to do that that's not some possible yeah. so yeah the customer service side they can be you know can be delegated and, and we can have coaches to support people doing the work but i have to do the actual deliver deliverability of the of the, of the energy clearings and this is where it led me on to the, the 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 path that i realized that instead of um having this kind of format i need to have a different format where i can support more people charge less rather than actually charge more and work with less people mm. so even the people most people are going this route and I'm, yeah. I always go I always go against the grain anyway <laughs> so I'm now looking to go the opposite direction to help more people um that way because then that way at least I know that there's they, they'll get the service from me and I can serve a lot more a larger audience on a, on a close contact rather than this way so I think you have to take the what we just said and you have to apply in your in your own life not everyone can delegate all aspects of the business I think that's that's important point to remember but you can do your business and you can deliver it in a different way 
And that's exactly in the manner that I'm talking to you. I realized that's exactly where, where my intuition is guiding me. I can't, there's only, because of my, the nature of my work, there's only so many people I can take on in yeah. a mastermind. It's very limited. I cannot do hundreds and hundreds. There's no way I can handle yeah. that kind of people. It's just me. And the questions they ask, I can't get somebody else to answer them because those are very deep and about NG and, the, and whatever we talk about. But I can take that teaching and give it to in a different format and allow people to experience me in a different way. Um, and that would work. And so yeah. you have to, yeah, basically, I think you have to build your business to a level where you can deliver the best way possible. Mm-hmm. I think early on when we are starting off our businesses, we are like soulpreneurs, we're doing everything. Yeah. I think every business is different. They need to look at business and say, okay, how can I take myself out as much as possible and delegate everything else to a team member at a certain level? But there are certain aspects of your business that you're still going to be responsible for. And that depends on your business. But the first point is figuring out, you don't need to be selling three things or 10 things. One offer is enough, is sufficient for you to get to the seven-figure mark. And then you can work out what it is you want to do. So like that, and I, I am at the seven figure mark. So I can say, okay, I don't want to be continuing with this kind of format. Yeah. I want to do a different format, which means yeah. I will pivot slightly, slowly over time. And maybe that this happened, I continue with the mastermind on the side, but most of them I potentially can go on the other format. And that's how it will be. So I will build my business based on where my I'm called to, where I'm being pulled at. But I can do it because I'm at the level where I can afford to have the team exactly. to support me. Yeah. I think this is very important. I think too many people, when they come into the online space, especially if they come from, because this is being heard by corporate background people and they're in the corporate jobs, they think, okay, I'm in a corporate job. I don't have much time. So I want to be doing this business side. Let me have this team member. Let me have mm-hmm. the funnel in place. Let me have this in place. Let me get the paid out. And you think, and you just literally said, you don't need any of that. You, you start don't. on the side <laughs> on a small scale and start doing something consistently and build up a practice. And if you haven't let go of your corporate job, you don't need to. You yeah. can eventually let it go when you have more time, uh, when you when you have consistent income, and then build your business from there. Too many times in this, I've seen this as well. Oh my God. We have so many of these bro-bro marketing people, honestly. Huh? <laughs> this one person comes to my mind because he keeps popping up. And um, he keeps saying, from a stranger to paying you twenty thousand dollars in seven days, you know, oh, um, and uh, obviously you probably you can you probably seen his advertisement as well. Bless him, I'm not going to say his name, but that is just such a falsity. We know for a fact because of the saturation of the market, people need to build that trust factor with you. So unless yeah. you're going to sell them on false promises, yeah, which a lot of people do, these broker marketing, I've, I've been a victim of that as well. So you know, these broker marketing people. You're going to have to build that like and trust factor for people to understand the, and understand your process and, and then buy into whatever they that you have and actually believe that you're doing something before uh, they will buy from you. Otherwise, yeah. you um, you know, I, I the sale process has now moved from you know I think seven touches. It used to be marketing it used to be people have to see you seven times before they yeah. buy from you. Now it's moved to God knows how many touches because they need to see you for at least a month or two before they even opt into you yeah so a lot of times, you know if buying from me they even for them to opt into something small or even get you know listening to you you have to flash up on their screen multiple times like oh i've seen go about 10 times now. Let, let me see what you found right say. and that's just normal content free content right because people are bombarded with information 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 so much and the online space is saturated with that and false information too there's yeah. so much of that going around like you know i'm sick and tired of this bro marketing honestly they really are and i look at his the 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 messaging 
I read yesterday this morning as well, the same thing popped in from stranger to paying you $20,000 in seven days. Why is this? I I would run. I always tell clients to run like the whole like six figures in six weeks. I think it's just very misleading. No one's talking about what they did before the years before those six weeks. Yes, you can make six figures in a six week period, but I didn't make that the first six weeks that I picked up a computer. That just doesn't work. No. And and it, and it's the learning and building audiences, and that's that's a big thing. So building an audience is huge. Something that Alex Hamonzi said, I mean, I, and I've recently following him, like everybody else is, because he just come and smashed through on all the on the platforms. But he's actively doing it because he's investing like sixty thousand, eighty thousand dollars a month into this platform. So if, you, if yeah. somebody wants to compete with him. Dude, yeah, the guy is spending about sixty to eighty thousand a month on yeah. his organic advertising, like uh, and you know organic reach, not yeah. not paid at organic reach, and plus advertising on top. So paid mm. advertising on top, and there's sixty eighty thousand just organic, making his videos and all of that stuff. Yeah. Anyhow, um, he was talking about you know he, the reason why he came into the space was because he saw all these people, you know, like I think the Rock and you know Kylie Jenner and other people you know, who who got these billion dollar companies. Um, and the, and he thinks, well, I'm a much better businessman than them, and I've got more. You know, why am I not hidden? Why not I have a billion dollar company? Well, the point is, audience. They have audiences. The reason why yeah. Kylie Jenner did so well was because she had built the audience. So, whatever you think about her, how she got the audience is we're not here to judge. Everyone's different. Yeah. And everyone has their own path, right? But she did have an audience. So when she launched her brand, she hit. You know, she skyrocketed. So did Rihanna. So did someone else. I think of Katrina Kaif in in India. Um, she has because she's an actress. She has a following. When she built her brand, and you went, you know, she's got a billion dollar. I think at least I think coming up to billion dollar brand as well, if not multi million dollar brand. So all these people have audiences. Now, okay, we're not at the you know million followers or ten billion followers or whatever yeah. you know what a ridiculous answer is, but we need to take heed from that. The Alex Hamonzi realized that okay, the reason why they did so well and so rapidly was because they had an audience. Mm-hmm. That we need to do that too. Build an audience. This is what I think Russell Brunson um, mentioned because I, I followed him initially, and he was talking about this in his one funnel away challenge. You have to build an audience. You have to build an audience, and people have to know who you are be- organically before yeah. people start trusting you and liking you and buying from you. And that's marketing one on one, isn't it? I mean, I've done a marketing yeah, yeah. degree, but it's marketing. The more people see you, the more they like you, the more they trust you, and the more likely they are to buy from you. No. Yeah, a hundred percent. What I will say though is, I think too many people will wait until oh, I need like ten thousand followers. Oh yes, no, yes, okay. Business. There's a there's a yeah, there's a balance. Yeah, there's, there's a, balance. a balance, right? I have a client who joined my program before she started her business, launched the business through the program, and she this year will generate around seven hundred thousand dollars. She has a hundred and fifty Instagram followers. She has like three hundred connections on LinkedIn, and we're honestly works the most for her is her personal Facebook page, which most Mm -hmm. people are like, but my friends and family are never going to buy from me. Maybe, maybe not, but they will likely be your biggest supporters and Mm -hmm. they will refer people to you. And she focuses less online. She gets in person. So Mm -hmm. she's joined her local chamber of commerce. She's going to meetups. She's going everywhere she can to take people through that process of capture my attention, create interest and desire, present an opportunity. And so don't feel like you have to have thousands. Like she doesn't even have 
200 followers on Instagram and she's almost at a million dollar business. Mm. It doesn't, but she's, she does nurture the audience that she does have both online and offline. So she's consistently showing up on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, even to her small audience. She's consistently talking about what she does, who she does it for, how she does it. And what you just said, that, that Mm. consistency over time of people seeing you, of people. And then when, when they do think of, oh, I need this, or they hear someone else say, I'm looking for this. Now you're the person that comes to mind because you've consistently shown up, whether that was consistently for a hundred people or a hundred thousand people. Exactly. I think this is so important. So it's about, it's about building that consistency in your appearance, being you know, nurturing people. I think this is very important and building the number of people as well. I mean, I, I, I still only just have, we just, you know, about 4,100 on my Instagram. We haven't got a huge number and probably about 11,500 on, on Facebook. And so you don't need to have hundreds and thousands of followers to have a seven-figure business, but you do need to nurture them. You need to support them. You do need to, um, and and have a consistency, um, have consistent action. But I think we also need to be careful of not buying into, you know, the fact that, oh, um, I can, there's this, this this image just keeps popping to mind, you know, I'm going to start my business today. I'm going to have business in a box. Someone's going to help me (laughs) set the funnel up and then, you know, two months later, I'm going to have a seven-figure business or a six-figure yeah. business. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. And anybody who's selling that to you is selling you a false dream. Um, and it's, I mean, I, I, honestly, the, the online space is full of, you know, these in, individuals, interesting individuals, you know, and let's not label them anything, but individual, yeah. individuals. You just have to know what you want. I think the first thing is to make a decision. You want a seven-figure business? Let's decide that not everybody wants a seven-figure business. They can be yeah. happy with six-figure business. Make a decision of what it is that you want and then work for it, right? I would actually, I love that you just said that. I think most people don't want a seven-figure business, even if they think they do. Yeah. Because again, now it's a business. It is no longer this fun thing that you just kind of post time on time. Again, you have team members, you have people that you are financially now supporting. You are now, you know, accounting, taxes. It's while it still can be fun and you can still be posting and sharing, connecting with people. Absolutely. But there's also a business aspect that I think a lot of people actually don't want. And I think that's Mm -hmm. totally fine. You don't have to want to scale at all. You could be perfectly happy making 50,000. Like how many people would be happy just making 50, 70,000 a year, covering their needs, but doing it in a way where they get to decide what, what hours they work and all of like, sometimes just going for that is okay too. And Mm. so, you know, in sharing this, I don't want anyone to feel like, oh, I need to go want seven figures now. No, you don't have to. (laughs) But if you do, I do want you to know it is possible with one offer. It's possible with 10 offers. I have found that being able to focus my messaging and be really clear with one thing has now made it to where I get DMs daily of, I heard about your program. Can you tell me more about it? Because I've been talking about the same thing over and over again, consistency for five years now. Wonderful. And I think this is this is a point to wrap it up on. I think it's it's about being realistic about you know what you can do. I think having ten offers or three offers it does disperse your energy and it really does um, you know water down your efforts in, in in each of those offers. Whereas if you focus on one that excites you the most, especially to get to the seven figure mark at least, then or multiple six, whatever whatever's your target, 
then you know for a fact that you've done everything you can. And it may be the time that you you run an offer for, for a few years and then it's time to change. You may find yeah. that you're you've you're done with that offer or you don't think or you can focus on something else. You can always change it, tweak it. My mastermind has grown incredibly over the last few years. And there's so many different elements to subliminal aspects to it and you know, uh, advanced cord cutting or whatever. All these things have come in which weren't there right at the beginning. Yeah. But it's grown into this monster that it is because of the need and I kept feeding and I kept building it. So you may find that you start with something and it changes and there are different iterations of it. But focusing on one thing would get you a lot further than focusing on 10 or three. That's the message from today. And I totally agree with that. And this is why I thought it was great one to talk about because a lot of times the people get fed these false notions. I have to have the monthly membership program. I have to have the group coaching and I have to have the one-to-one and I need to be sending all three. And you're like, no, (laughs) honestly, it makes it more difficult. But on that note, thank you so much for sharing that with us, Natalia. Tell tell us, where can we connect with you? How can you find you on the internet? Yes, I am at the Bravo Wave on all platforms. My website is nataniabravo.com. Um, I believe, I'm sure you guys will put it in the show notes as well. But yes, say hello, send me a DM, let me know if this is helpful. And thank you for, for allowing me to share with your audience today. Thank you so much, Natalia. And so we... Um, if you're watching us or listening to us on the podcast, remember the links that Natalia just mentioned will be in our show notes. And if you're watching us on YouTube, then down below in the description section, we'll have the links to Natalia's uh, website and her and her social media platforms too. Do check her out. She hangs out on IG the most, uh, like myself. Um, so go and check her out and connect with her and see how she can help you build a better business. But today, thank you so much, Tony, for your wisdom, for your kind, uh, you know, for taking your time out and being so kind and sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And thank you for listening to me and Italian today on Money Talkies. I will be back with another amazing guest finding out how you and I can build a better business. Until the next time we meet, this is Gold Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.